today. AOC caught maskless in Miami, and it is 2022, but we are redoing 2020 all over again. Public schools canceling in-person learning once again. It is only the beginning of 2022, and we are already here. Uh, luckily, we have got all that and more, and it all starts right now. Happy New Year. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I'm happy to be back. It was a, a needed break, a very necessary break uh, between Christmas and New Year's, but I miss being here and I feel like there's so much that happens that we don't get to get into, so hopefully we can get to the high points today. Uh, I am joined today by Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of the Yaku Buyans show. Good to be back. I'm so ha happy that you're here. Yeah. You had a good New Year's? I don't like the breaks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It feels weird. I'm too much of a workaholic that I'm like, I, like I don't. Momentum. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. I don't like not doing anything. Like, I need to get back right. to the grind. Uh, also joined once again by Jorge Ventura, who is a reporter at The Daily Caller. Um, you've been on the show before. So, yes. like, you know, we're not going to eat you alive. <laughs> Everything very casual. I know you have. Do you have a new documentary coming out? Yes, we do, Sarah. So we have a new documentary called... Um, Indoctrination Nation, um, me and my team, we spent a month on the ground investigating and actually um, telling the stories of all the Loudoun County parents that led to Glenn Youngkin's victory in uh, Virginia in their fight against CRT and all that good stuff. So the audience can find it at unwokeusadoc.com. That's unwokeusadoc.com. It's a great story because the local media demonized these parents, calling them white supremacists. And in our, you'll see it in our documentary, the majority of the parents that actually were upset with the CRT and this over-sexualized content were actually immigrant parents. So mm -hmm. not, you know, not born in the USA. So um, the media line again, but it's good to be back. Um, I actually like the breaks a little bit because I get to, get to eat some <laughs> some tamales with, oh, my, yeah. with my family. Yeah, so right, a lot of, yeah. lot of Salvadorian that's tamales. That's authentic, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the true. two of you know authentic yes, Mexican. Yes, yes. And I do love We just love get exposed Christmas to Tex-Mex, which is not... Yeah, no, I do so, love yeah. the Christmas tamales. You, if you're not getting them from like your grandma who made yeah. them, you better be getting them from someone that's selling them on the side of the road. True. Gotta be the side of the road. Yes, otherwise we love, we yeah. love grandma. Protect grandma at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right, so let's get into the headlines. So this first story is, I just have to say, one of my favorites. Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was, of course, caught partying at, uh, look, I'm just going to say it was a very densely packed bar. I'm going to say there was not social distancing going on. They were not six feet apart. I am a woman, so I'm not great at depth perception, but I can see right here in this video that they're playing that that, that is not even close to six feet. No masks. Uh, of course, she's in like some drag bar, I believe. Um, but... Uh, New York Congresswoman woman, been seen in Miami but since before the new year, continuing her vacation in Florida of all places uh, with no mask. And, you know, we ha I'm sure that you guys have a lot to say just specifically on that. So I don't want to get into the next part of this story yet, which is AOC's okay. super crazy reaction <laughs> to the criticism. Right. I'd like to just focus just for a minute on the fact that this uh, congresswoman from New York, 
who really has been, I mean, outspoken about mm -hmm. all of these, in, in favor of all of these COVID uh, restrictions, COVID lockdowns, COVID masks, make sure to get your 10 millionth booster, um, all of those things, has been in favor of that. And as cases in her own state are skyrocketing, mm -hmm. she is seen partying in Florida maskless. Yeah, because monkey see, monkey do, right? She's just following her leader called Barack Obama, who created a super spreader at his party, because they're above all else, right? They, when they show up, COVID subsides. It makes way. It's a very, very smart dis disease. It, it, it virus, makes apparently. way for them, right? Yeah. And so then, of course, she should be allowed to go to Florida, you know, and go party it up. And then when she goes back to New York, she can crack down on all the minions. She and all uh, of the other elitists have been yeah. so quick to judge DeSantis for his lack of restrictions. Well, but she likes the benefit of keep, the sunshine and fresh oxygen and fresh air, right? Yeah. And it, no, it's, I'll, I'll, say, I'll close with this. <coughs> they truly, inherently believe they are above society. They truly believe that they are a super class mm -hmm. because some of them got elected by hook or crook, right? And, and that's the mentality, and it's just on display. But it's no different than the Obamas. It's what they did as well. Just yeah. pack people in the tent. If I'm the Ron DeSantis like, press team, I am clipping this up, and these are my ads. <laughs> so she 100%. just made a perfect ad for all the Republicans. And, you know, AOC <laughs> continues to kind of portray herself as this kind of outsider uh, populist, but then she goes to the Met Gala. Yep. She tells her voters to vote for Biden, which is, I mean, that's the most established president that we've had in years. Um, so she tries to act like an outsider, but all her actions never display that. So if I'm the uh, GOP or uh, DeSantis press team, clip that up. That's your, that's your, <laughs> next, ne that's your next ads for when you run yeah. for governor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I feel like it, they're just alienating their own base at mm -hmm. this point. Nobody, not even the dummies that would vote for AOC, I think, nobody is believing any of the crap that they're pushing at this point when they see these people go yeah. and do things like this. Uh, but AOC, uh, you know, I mean... Look, I think we could we could have a debate on whether or not she is dumb or just really good at playing her role, um, because I think that there are there could be valid points on both sides. I mean, she's very good at speaking to the young masses. She's yeah. very good yeah. at, you know, um, getting her point across to them. I particularly don't care for what she has to say. I don't think that it's intelligent at all, but it is resonating with a lot of people. Um, but so she, instead of accepting the criticism, which, by the way, I seem to recall at uh, the beginning of last year when Texas was covered in snow and we didn't have any heat and there was a crisis on Greg Abbott's hands, I seem to recall people, uh, Democrats, probably AOC herself included, really targeting Ted Cruz for taking a vacation with his family. Right. Um, here you have AOC seen maskless in Florida uh, instead of in New York helping her own people. And uh, Steve Cortez tweeted out, if leftists like AOC actually thought mandates and masking worked, they wouldn't be frolicking in free Florida. Uh, by the way, there's a picture for those of you who are not, who are watching on podcast. He said, her guy is showing his gross pale male feet in public, not at a pool or beach with hideous sandals, zero, uh, oh for two, which I mean, look, I don't want to comment on the guys, <laughs> on the guys footwear, but I will just, yeah. I will just say uh, her response to being criticized for going to Florida and this particular treat, uh, tweet is of course, <clears throat> 
if Republicans are mad they can't date me, they can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet, you creepy weirdos. That's really weird. Um, let me, hold on. You may think that that was it. No, there's more. It gets better. Ahem. It's starting to get old ignoring the very obvious, strange, and deranged sexual frustrations that underpin the Republican fixation on me, women, and LGBT plus people in general. These people clearly need therapy, won't do it, and politics, use politics as their outlet instead. It's really weird. And I personally just want to thank AOC for giving me, like, the excuse uh, and justification and, like, just default that I'm going to use literally any time I get criticized yeah. by anyone. You're just going to say they just want to date me, I which in this case might be very true. In that <laughs> case, this is what happened. What a weakling. What a guy where his girl's got to come defend him in public, number one. <laughs> what, a, what a weakling. He's probably sitting there going, I can't believe they attacked me. And she goes, oh, honey, don't worry. They just want to date me. They're jealous of you. You're so amazing. No, you're not. Neither of you, nobody wants to date you but the weakling that can't stand up for himself. I don't see any tweets of him saying, hey, come on, let's meet all you guys. No, no, she's got to defend the guy. But I'm not surprised that she would pick a damsel in distress, a guy that she's got to kind of pamper up in cotton wool. And say, so look, the woman has got a syndrome. She's deranged. She definitely believes she's above the law. She mm -hmm. obviously believes that people love her. Mm -hmm. There are some of her posse that kind of preps her up because she's supported by yes people, yes men. Yeah. Says yes, 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 right? She's completely removed from reality, 100%, right? Mind you, she's doing this on the heels of where in her own state they tell people they couldn't have Christmas, mm -hmm. right? You can't have Christmas, but I can go frolic mm -hmm. with foot fungus on the beach, right? You must just, wear masks, I but fungus. I don't have to. You I'll, must I'll wear go masks. to the one place I don't have to. New Year's has got a blown to smithereens for, for New Year's in New York, but I can go to the beach mm -hmm. because everybody wants to date me. It's so tough to be me. My name's AOC. Right. And like I said, she, you know, she portrays herself as, as an outsider, but everything she does is elitist, it's establishment. You know, her own state is on lockdown. The yeah. schools are shutting down again in New York City, which that always affects what the Democratic Party likes to talk about, black and brown children. Yeah. Instead of fighting for them and adv advocating, and especially the workers, she's being an elitist and enjoying food. Look, I'm, in, I'm glad that she's not wearing a mask in four. Like, hey, have some fun, but you are showing yourself as an elite. And I, like I said, when she attended the, the, the Met Gala, you know, she's maskless, but then her workers picking up her dress right. have to wear the mask. So AOC is the exact opposite. I like, I like kind of what you alluded to earlier, Sarah, I think she's just playing the role really well. Yeah. Where yeah. she pretends to be an outsider, but then she always votes for the establishment. Yeah. Which is very dangerous. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very dangerous. She knows the game. You know, if she showed up in Florida with a mask on, you would go, okay, a little bit of respect here. She's on the beach with a mask and she's nuts. Nobody should be wearing a mask, okay? But she's not, she's fake. There's nothing about that woman that I've ever seen that's authentic with conviction, actually caring about anybody else but herself. Yeah, it would be either either show up in Florida with the mask or go back home to New York and Take start care of your to, people. Right, mm -hmm. or, or just don't like tell them to drop the mask BS yes. in your own state, you yeah. know, and, and but you got to pick one standard. You can't mm -hmm. have it both ways. Wasn't the um, didn't she allude to something sexual in uh, with January 6th? Remember, she said, um, which, by the way, she wasn't even in the building. Yeah. She was in the building next door. <laughs> and she was like, I was just really worried that they were going to that there were people yeah. that were going to come rape me. Exactly. And you're like, Whoa, yeah. what? Yeah. 
Why would that's that why be where came. your mind goes? Somehow no, her mind always came. goes right. to. Yes. So I would like to say, <laughs> uh, there, hmm, maybe this is a little projection going on. And AOC is the one who needs to go to therapy because she keeps to she seems to keep thinking that people want yeah. to like do play out some sort of sexual fantasies on her when they're like. Bro, we were just waving American flags at the building <laughs> yeah, exactly. next door. I don't know why you think we were going to rape you. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. The same thing going on here. It's exactly, and then, uh, then don't even start, and like, you know, we're so close to January 6th, so we know AOC is yep. going to have a field day yep. on January 6th and talk about her uh, fake trauma. But no, she's she's playing the role. She's, she's, she's actually, you know, um, just an original politician that says they're going to do things, votes the complete other way. She's not an outsider. She's does this fake populist um, talking points and I want to draw a quick comparison real quick there's actually they're not very far apart if you look at Antonio Brown and he, how he has mental uh, breakdowns yeah. in AOC there is a disorder <laughs> there, there's a mental problem with this woman yeah she's outside of reality she lives in she's the female Antonio Brown she, she's the it. female Antonio Brown <laughs> that is AOC you heard it here first yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that yet. Antonio <laughs> Brown and AOC that may be somebody that wants to date you you can go yeah. to Cuckoo <laughs> Island together okay yeah you don't but yeah. well maybe they right. they would be made for each other yeah. but, well they were just both in Florida so yeah. no so. but I mean yeah oh but I mean that's, that's you're dealing with an individual that's really not well She's really yeah. not well, and she's in a place of power, and she does know how to manipulate. She's a manipulator, and so, yeah. I really hope her voters wake up. I mean, please. I mean, that that is such an elitist move when your own state is on shutdown, and in her district, it's affecting black and brown people the most, okay. yet she just goes off to Florida, has no worry, doesn't advocate for schools opening, fighting for workers' rights, you know. Yeah. She's just yeah. playing the old G politician role. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, we've, of course, got more to come to get you caught up uh, and ready for 2022. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So um, if you like a good snack throughout the day, maybe you have a sweet tooth, but uh, you don't want to expand your waistline. I know there are a lot of people out there who your New Year's resolution is to lose the weight. Well, listen up. All right. You have got to get Built Bar. You've got to get lots of it. You've got to store it in your pantry so that you can be ready the next time you get a craving for something sweet. You pull out the Built Bar because it tastes like a candy bar, but what it is is a protein bar. So it is good for you. It's high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar. So it's going to keep you full and you're going to feel like you're cheating on your diet, but you're not and you will not get off track for your New Year's resolution. You got to go to the website. They've got a ton of great flavors. Uh, you can get a mixed box over there, by the way. So you can get a couple of each of their regular flavors. Figure out which one you love the most and stock up on it. You can go to Built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% on your order. That is News15 over at Built.com. After implementing a coronavirus mandate uh, for healthcare workers this fall, and this says coronavirus mandate, it's actually coronavirus vaccine mandate, not a coronavirus mandate. That would be weird. Uh, Rhode Island has now opened an option for COVID-positive healthcare workers to continue working if their facility is facing a staffing crisis. Huh, I don't know. I can't imagine why they would be facing a staffing crisis right after they implemented a coronavirus vaccine mandate. But uh, here's where we're at. And so they've gotten rid of the unvaccinated healthcare workers who, by the way, uh, just as a quick refresher for people who don't understand how these things work, um, being unvaccinated does not actually mean that you're just like a silent carrier of the virus and you just go around infecting people. Um, you can't actually infect a, anyone with a virus that you don't have. But these people were unvaccinated 
that they did not follow uh, the dictate uh, from above. And so they were released from their duties and then Rhode Island saw themselves in a staffing crisis uh, with their hospitals, I'm sure because they've been scaring everyone to go and get tested for something, which we will get into uh, here in a minute, is not as severe or even close to as severe as any of the other variants. So uh, <laughs> they said that uh, there was a memo that was sent to employees of the state-run Eleanor Slater Hospital explaining that those who are exposed or have a positive COVID test but are asymptomatic can continue reporting to work in crisis situations for staffing if they wear N95 masks. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just interesting to see how this keeps transpiring. Um, and you know what, I was gonna get to it, but let me, let me go ahead and get it to you guys right now and you guys can comment on both uh, as we're hearing about this right, the Rhode Island hospital, yeah. um, getting rid of their unvaccinated workers and then like, oh, oops, we find ourselves in a crisis. How did we get here? I'm sure everyone who's not paying attention would tell you that um, they're only in a crisis because cases are so bad that the hospitals are overwhelmed because all of you stupid people are unvaccinated and you're clogging up the hospitals because of your poor decision making. No, it's just because they fired everyone and now they find themselves in a staffing crisis uh, at the same time that even Dr. Fauci, you know him as the greatest con man of all time. Dr. Fauci himself has already said that Omicron is not as severe. We should not be focusing on cases themselves, uh, but on hospitalizations and things of that nature. So let's listen to Dr. Fauci. We first got inkling of that in South Africa when one looked at the relationship and the ratio between hospitalizations and cases. It was lower. The duration of hospital stay was lower the requirements for oxygen was lower. We're seeing a bit of that, not as pronounced in the UK, but certainly that trend. And if you look here at the United States, we don't want to get complacent at all and you don't want to jump to a positive conclusion because it's still early. But given the large number of cases, we have not seen a concomitant increase in the relative percentage of hospitalizations. But again, Hospitalizations are often late lagging indicators, but I still believe that there is indication, even in some animal studies that have been done, George, where they did particular animal models that might reflect what's going on. And the virus does seem to have a lower intrinsic pathogenicity to it. I see what he's doing there. I see what he's doing. He's talking like all science so because I just almost fell asleep right there. I was like, I know what you're doing. You're using all these super science words uh -huh. so that we don't pay attention to what you're saying. And then you're going to pipe back up whenever anyone asks you if we should be locking down. You're going to be like, oh, well, yes, actually, we should take all of your freedoms. Um, this guy is obviously... I stopped listening to him a long time yeah. ago, but even he is admitting that this is not as severe, yet unvaccinated people had to go and were allowing COVID-positive people to staff the hospitals, by the way, not knowing, I mean, it's not like you know, hey, mm -hmm. I only have the Omicron, right? Exactly. I don't have the Delta, I only have this, I can yeah. go staff the hospitals. They don't know what variant these people have and they're COVID positive and they're still allowed to be in there, but unvaccinated people had to lose their livelihoods for this. Feels like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, you're gonna see a lot of, I'm gonna coin this the great walk back. They're gonna walk yeah. this back because it's a double whammy. You fire those who will not get the vaccine then those with the vaccine contract the virus. 
and now they right. can't work. So right. is it is it that right. they're allowing them to work because they 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 just need people? Yes. And even the ones who have been vaccinated are testing positive. So it's a big walk back. It's like oh, yeah, so maybe you shouldn't have fired the people in the first place. Mm. People should be t- completely livid about mm-hmm. what has happened in this country and what this guy has done. He just said, well, hospitals, hospitalization is not really a good indicator. Excuse me, buddy. You may try to make policy and you may, you know, mandates based on hospitalizations where you cook the books. In South Africa, by the way, came out day one when Omicron came out mm-hmm. and said, hey, the whole country, one hospitalization at mm-hmm. the time. OK, mm-hmm. Dr. Lobiskochny came and you had it on the show. All right. So they've had all this information. It's three months later. More people fired. And now all of a sudden they have nobody to work because the people who have gotten the vaccine are contracting the virus. <laughs> and oh, it's less potent. Of course it is. Because the human immune system will build tolerance where your vaccine cannot build a tolerance. So variant number 400 will be less and less and less and there'll be the little sniffles. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's lies upon lies, but it's a great walk back because now even those who are vaccinated now can't go to work because <laughs> they're testing positive. So oops, now what? Right yeah. now, you just say, "Well, you what? You can come work, right? Because it's not that severe. They have no other choice. And this is kind no of like choice. the Kyrie Irving situation, yeah. where all the all the Nets players are, who are vaccinated are getting COVID. Yeah. They actually had to call back Kyrie, who is yeah. unvaccinated, to exactly. play. And what's going on with these nurses? The 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 craziest part about the story that doesn't ever get highlighted in the mainstream media is. The president of South Africa came out day one and said, hey, everyone start reacting. We don't need to do any travel bans. This is really mild. It's a cold. Even even the, when CNN reported that the first Omicron death happened in Texas, there was a reporter named Dan Kahn who did a follow up and they found out uh, they found out that uh, he had it. But that wasn't his cause of death. So to this day, it's still very mild. And just then the CDC just recently coming out and changing their isolation from 10 days yep. to five days yep. uh, so they can get back to work. So it's never based on any science. And, you know, when I'm in California, I'm interviewing a lot of these nurses who have already been fired. You know, so I asked the nurses, you know, how do you feel about these vaccine mandates? And the thing that they tell me, say, Jorge, you know, last year we were the heroes. Last year we were on the front lines. All these nurses have already contracted COVID. So they already have natural immunity. They don't see the reason um, to get the vaccine. And then California, as of right now, is still the only state where now they're going to mandate the booster shot for health care workers. So it's completely um, unfair what's going on with the nurses and also the firefighters and police officers. I got I got my shirt on just repping all the other firefighters in Southern California, firefighters for freedom, who are these firefighters who are standing up against these vaccines mandates but um i mean just like you said the great walk back i think we'll, we'll remember this as is you know now they, they want to keep attacking the unvaccinated yet the vaccinated are the ones who are <laughs> contracting i love virus. i love too i love too that in their in their reasoning for that you know people keep saying well they're they're just adjust it's called science they're just adjusting to the information that they're getting at the time <laughs> and even you in their, it. You yes, it. but even in their explanation now they're like no, we're just changing it from 10 days to five days yeah. because uh, we feel like that people will push back less. It's like, and the funny thing well, that's is, not science And the funny thing is the CDC only changed it because it got pressure from Delta Airlines. So yes. now, now we're yes. getting our, our, our science from Delta Airlines. Yes. And then even in the Fauci interview, he can't never let anything be positive. He has to say, well, let's not get complacent. Yep. I mean, these people are, are addicted to the lockdowns. It's yep. like they can't, they can't let it go. You just said something, brother. That I want, and I'm from South Africa. I don't know if you knew that. But I want, I want to say something to you. In this country... Politicians only change anything when there's pushback. Mm -hmm. And I wish Americans would learn. Just push back. Right. Push back. They're cowards. That's the biggest coward of them all. That guy will run for the heels if a real fight shows up in a heartbeat. Okay? They're cowards. Push back. There's there's a nurse field today that Mm -hmm. went under pressure and got the vaccine for whatever reason, right? Or 
was fired because she didn't take the vaccine but never had COVID mm-hmm. or had COVID and had the antibodies. How do those people feel today when now all of a sudden it's okay, come work with COVID. Mm-hmm. Just wear an N95. That's yeah. all good. Yeah. No, no problem, right? Lunacy. Or, or hey, last word. You know, I mean, just, I mean, that, that little clip just kind of shows kind of the, the past two years where they always come down with these orders and then they always walk them back. Yep. Um, like I said, even in the state of California, we're under a state of emergency, but we have a Super Bowl coming next month. So it's like almost, you know, which one, which one is it? And it really pains me because a lot of these nurses, you know, I'm, I'm always interviewing them. Mm-hmm. I'm interviewing a nurse who's seven months pregnant who got already vaccinated, but now in the state of California, if she doesn't get her booster, she's now under the term of unvaccinated. So the rules are always changing, but like you said, there's, People need to stand up. There's strength in yes. numbers, and you know, hopefully, yeah. people stand up. And which we told you guys, <laughs> hey, the rules would continue to change, mm-hmm. and you would never be fully vaccinated if you complied. Mm-hmm. And B, this ends when we say it ends. So stop messing around with these people. Just stop. Just stop it. I don't know if you guys saw. Um, I know we have to get to break, but where was it? Austria? That they were like. Mm-hmm. letting uh, police dogs loose mm-hmm. on protesters who were outside, by the way. Yeah. And these dogs were just like mauling these people. Oh, and the, and police, the police were beating, were beating them protesters. with batons. Yeah. I mean, at least if you're going to beat up a protester, can you, can you at least stay six feet away? I mean, what happened to the, so, the <laughs> get, a, get an distance? extendable <laughs> baton, please. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's serious. And it's like, guys, this is what happens when you're compliant and the, the authoritarian police state thinks that they can tell mm-hmm. you exactly what it is that you should be doing. We're also, Sarah, in New York, we now have our, the New York police officers arresting people for eating in an yep. Applebee's without a vaccine card. Yep. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, kicking, kicking little kids out. Yeah, there was it, that viral video yeah. of that little boy just started crying. They kicked him out of the restaurant. I mean, it is, it's unconscionable yeah. what these people are doing. Uh, all right, we got to go to break. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So uh, here's an idea for you. You can start out the new year by taking care of that little hair loss problem that maybe you've been trying to ignore. Uh, Listen, this could be a New Year's resolution you didn't realize that you wanted and needed, but it could be a whole lot easier than you think. That is where Keeps comes in. Keeps offers doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatments, and uh, it has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, by the way. But uh, they're using the generic version, so you're going to save a ton of money. Plus, you're going to be able to do everything online because we know you men don't go to the doctor for anything. Okay, You could be dying, and you're not going to go to the doctor. You don't have to go to the doctor with this. You can answer a couple questions online. You take a couple pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor will review your information. They're going to ship the right hair loss treatment to you directly to your door. You can be lazy along with it. You don't have to do it. They ship it right to you. It's that easy. By the way, they will still track your progress and uh, answer any questions that you may have along the way. Let's get you started with a special discount. You can go to keeps.com. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. That's W-H-Y for 50% off of your first order. Yes, that's half off right now over at keeps.com slash Y. That is keeps.com slash Y. So just as we discussed the Omicron, even Dr. Fauci, of all people, admitting, even the CDC admitting they're walking these things back. Omicron is not as severe. Uh, You don't have to isolate for 10 days. You can change it to five days. Um, They're walking all of these things back. So if you're really paying attention, you're honing into the actual details of what is going on. You're like, this is getting better, I think. This seems like we're doing better 
better uh, unless you're uh, Detroit public schools who are canceling uh, their classes. By the way, both virtual and in person for at least Monday through Wednesday um, because they said that the city's infection rate is at an all-time high of 36%. Infection rates at the county, tri-county, and state levels are also high. In fact, with several employees voluntarily testing through the district this week, our infection rate is nearly 20%. This high rate of infection will inevitably mean that a return to in-person learning on Monday, January 3rd, with nearly 8,000 employees and partners and nearly 50,000 students, will lead to extensive COVID spread, placing employees, students, and families at risk, blah, 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 blah. This is especially the case with an overall low rate of vaccination within the city and among students. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the key term in here being that people are voluntarily testing. So are these people symptomatic? Are they mm -hmm. going to the hospital? Or right. is anything wrong other than a cold? Because we were just told right. that this is basically a cold. And now, yet again, here we are canceling classes. I have to believe that even the dumbest of liberals who voted for all of this crap have to be looking at this and going, you've got to be kidding me. I cannot vote for this again. You would think, right? But something interesting is happening here. You got Fauci and, of course, true science, right? Biology, physiology telling you that this is less potent. Right. It spreads, mm -hmm. but it's not, okay? But yet they still call it COVID. Right. It's still just COVID. Yeah. Well, there's a spread of COVID. No, this is probably the Omicron cold and flu virus spreading. They're like, okay. this is, isn't this what this you is want? Yes, like, you do. You want it to you continue build, to get weaker yeah, yeah, and course. go to but as many people as possible. But they still just call it COVID. Right. So we said, oh, it's COVID. It's COVID spread. So, so all of a sudden, we can now call peewee football the NFL. That's how <laughs> silly this would be. No, it's not the same thing. You can't call it the same thing, but it's convenient to call it the same thing because you can pull out those old mandates. It instills the fear. Come on over mm -hmm. here. Bring mm -hmm. the fear back in. But it's not as it's, it's not as violent. It doesn't matter. It's COVID. Yeah. Right. So name it something else. Then if right. you want to do that, name yeah. it something else. It's not COVID. Yeah. Name it Omicron if you want to name it, whatever you want to name it. But but you can't treat it like it was if you say it's not. But you want to, by convenience, bring the same mandates for the for the for the condition that was more severe. Right. They don't match up. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. At a certain point, how many variants out do you have to get exactly. when you stop calling it what the original was if it continues to be you a different type of virus? You just had fake Fauci tell you yeah. it's not as severe, but you want to pull the mandates out from its big brother, right. COVID, which was you know, supposedly more severe, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jorge, you just did, you mentioned uh, at the beginning a documentary on parents who are fed up. Uh, I think for different reasons, mm. but this, I think this still the same overall sentiment uh, is the same, which is parents are really tired of these public school systems, whether it be the school district or whoever, the teachers themselves, whoever it is, um, playing games with their children's education and really, honestly, and their tax dollars too, because I'm like, my kid doesn't go to your stupid public school, but I still pay the damn taxes for right. it. Yep. So I, I, I'm pretty pissed off about it. And the thing is, the, the left and the side that advocates for these school lockdowns, they always want to say, hey, well, we're the party of the black and brown. Right. Well, these school yep. shutdowns, especially in a city like Detroit, affect black and brown and working class parents. Um, so we see it throughout the United States, whether it's from New York to Detroit uh, to California. And, you know, in Virginia, Loudoun County, 
we saw that the parents finally had enough, and they actually rose up and actually you know, led to Glenn Youngkin's victory um, in the governor race. But like I said, uh, this affects black and brown students. Uh, we have a mental health crisis with these kids. Um, the teacher unions, I do believe from my reporting on the ground from California and across the country, they've really destroyed this generation. Yeah, I actually was speaking, speaking to one dad in California who pulled me to the side and was like, hey, hey, Hori, what these school lockdowns are doing is um, the Democrats are now actually raising the next generation of Republican voters because these kids are never going to forget yeah. what you took away from them. So that's something that doesn't get highlighted enough. Um, the mental health crisis. Um, even if you're a working class, you know, mom and dad, mm -hmm. you can't afford these school lockdowns anymore. It's time to, for, for these kids to go back to school. And look, we already see it. Duke University had a vaccine mandate. They still went to on online school because it's 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 just the common flu. It's yeah. the it's the common cold. Like you got, you were saying, they can't let that word go of COVID. Have to attach it to COVID. COVID, yeah. COVID. Um, so it's it's just a sad case of what's going on in the country. I really, like I said, I, f I feel bad for these kids because like I've, I've interviewed a lot of these kids and just to see the, the depression, the mental health crisis that we're putting them in, it's like, come on, let's let's move on. Other countries have already moved on. Like I said, yeah. the, the president of South Africa has already come in and said, guys, this is this is almost this is this is actually good news. It's 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 mild. So um, you know, hopefully, maybe maybe parents could look at Loudoun County, see what they did, and you know, kind of rise up and fight back against your school boards. I think one thing that the school shutdowns did teach a lot of people around the country was, wait a minute, we didn't know uh, how important was the local elections. You know, mm -hmm. your local city council, mm -hmm. your school boards. You know, so start off at the local level. Uh, but it, it, it's time for these kids to go back to school. Yeah, They've already been into through too much and yeah. they don't trust the adults anymore and i don't yeah. blame them yeah. local is more important than the white house mm -hmm. and the republicans we focused on the white Way house more. it's all local it's local yep. local the silver lining here is this you know great and comfortable times create weak men and times of persecution create strong men mm -hmm. and so this is an opportunity for the sane out there to teach our young boys and girls that remember Remember, may you never forget, mm -hmm. like we say, remember 9-11. Yeah. Remember, you know, may you never forget who did this. May you never forget who allowed some of your classmates to, to commit suicide, mm -hmm. to break your friendships and, remi and remind them where this came from. Right? Let's teach history here as it is unfolding, right? So that we don't have a generation that becomes so lethargic and apathetic that they just completely give in because that's what the left wants. They want to break them. Yeah, well, they want to get them uh, used to the idea yes. of government controlling yes. their entire life, right? Yes. And them not having these freedoms. Yeah. So I think that what you're saying is so key in that you have to have that part of it communicated to yes. them so that so that it clicks. Otherwise and it's it not just like, well, government's allowed to do this. They've done it my whole life. They've been controlling my Correct. entire life. Whatever you know, they want me to do, I have to do. So I guess I have to listen to them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that that is so key. All right, we've got more to come, including could it be the end of the road for Nancy Pelosi in public office? We will get to that after the break. We'll be back. I just shed a tear. <laughs> So word on the street is uh, that Nancy Pelosi is going to step down uh, in 2022. She is expected to step down. Uh, I guess that will end her 245 years in Congress, or maybe that's just how long it felt. I'm not sure. I don't know. You know that scene in Jerry Maguire where he writes his, his basically his thesis for the and he walks out and they applaud him well done and the second he walks out the door they go on and they party this is going to happen nancy's going to do the walk one more time and they're going to applaud and then they're going to do a wave 
<laughs> and have party poppers <laughs> left and right side of the aisle. They're all going to celebrate. I look. I, Freedom. Now, just to play devil's advocate here. I, trust me, I'm obviously, you guys know, I'm no Nancy Pelosi fan. Really? Uh, I'm really? not a Nancy Pelosi fan. I didn't know that, Sarah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell. I do not love Nancy <laughs> yeah, Pelosi. Okay. Um, but, uh, but imagine a world in which these old establishment party members are not there, yet all of these new radical, the squad, AOC, uh, you know, uh, Presley, all of those, the new blood is there more and more and more. The old blood keeps retiring. What the hell happens to the Democrat Party? Well, we're kind of actually already seeing the civil war between yeah. kind of the progressive yeah. and this old school establishment left. Um, I'm going to pop some champagne tonight. <laughs> we got to sell it. I'm from California, so she's been corrupting our whole state uh, from the beginning. And, you know, it's, it's finally time. Thank God. And the thing is, Nancy Pelosi, there's corruption every single way. She was just making the news because uh, a reporter even asked her, hey, you think uh, like members in Congress should be banned from doing insider training? And her answer is perfect. She says, it's the free market. Yes, yes, I love, we love the free market. <laughs> she, should, she should call Martha Stewart and see if Martha thought it was the free market when yeah. she was under house arrest. <laughs> now, look, here's what I think is going to happen. It's such a good question you're asking. The old guard, if we could call them that, sure. and I mean old, sure. you know, on the dinosaur both, guard. The on, dinosaur on, guard. On, on both sides, on both sides, McConnell, the, mm -hmm. the Ferrier, on both sides. Yeah. Right? The old guard didn't break rank. They they were corrupt as heck, evil, you know, conniving, but they st stayed within rank. The squad, they eat their own. Mm -hmm. They will sacrifice and compromise their own. So I think you're going to see a left if that class is going to run them. They're gonna they're gonna disintegrate. Yeah. They're gonna self-implode because they don't. At least the Nancys of 20, 30 years ago, there was still a way to do things within parameters. Mm -hmm. This new class, there's no parameters. Yeah. I mean, it's like whatever, right? And and they and they will. It's like a Taylor Swift song or a Taylor Swift party. <coughs> uh, yeah. You're invited. You get to the door. Sorry, uninvited. Oh. No longer. Sorry, Selena, no longer. You know, you're not invited anymore, right? This is how the AOCs operate, where the old guard didn't do that. They protected one another. AOC doesn't protect anybody. Yeah. They don't. Elon Omar, I mean, they don't herself. protect anybody but herself, yeah. right? Yeah. So they're going to cannibalize each other. Well, it'll be interesting to see a sneak peek of how it's going, I guess. There's a new poll that came out that uh, self-described independent voters apparently would prefer by an 18 percentage point margin that Republicans regain control of Congress in the midterm elections next year. Um, this is released by Zogby. And they said 45% uh, of independents want the GOP in charge of the House and Senate, compared to 27% who want Democrats to keep their majority. The remaining 28% were undecided. Uh, and then the same survey found the Republicans held a three-point advantage on the generic congressional ballot from 46% uh, to 43%. Um, so, I mean, look, I'm not saying the Republicans can't figure some way to screw it up. Between now right. and then, <coughs> it's not COVID. Hopefully, hopefully we don't. Saying. But historically, we have found ways. Okay, because may I remind <coughs> you, we won the White House and the Senate and the House, and we couldn't even overturn Obamacare for crying out loud. We didn't even have a plan to do that. So we're normally ill prepared, but I really do think we take it back. Hopefully, we don't mess it up. <coughs> I, I mean, that, and that's my thing is like I'm like, I can't. They would. It would have to be a lot. 
Very but bad, yeah. I would never, never tell the Republicans, I have full faith in you, that you're yeah. not going to screw it up. Oh, absolutely not. And I think voters, too, the, the thing even big right now is a big kind of conversation in, our, in the movement is, <coughs> you know, big tech censorship. So if Republicans do take back Congress... Mm -hmm. You know, voters yep. want something done for big tech in Silicon Valley. So yeah, why just, didn't they do it the last damn time? Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we had control of, of the White House. I mean, That's everything. Right. We had That's everything, right. and right. nothing. And we're we, weak we, on that. Yeah. We're, we, yeah, we're weak on big tech because so, honestly, at the top there, they're not anti-big tech. No, right. they may say right. it. Well, they're right. getting their but checks from Silicon Valley yep. and Google. That's right. So That's right. That you know, so it's time for <laughs> for hopefully that populist Republican movement to wake up and say, hey, this is what what voters want. And like you said. Please, Republicans, find a way to like not mess this up. It's right. like literally set, set up for you. Even Biden, the White House is trying to play downplay the COVID now because they know it's going to cost them in the midterm. Well, a good way not to mess it up is move away from Lindsey Graham, you know, and and Mitch McConnell and and th that guard as well. Move away oh, from that guard as well. You know, move and get all these guys who vote so poorly. Yeah, like our friend in Houston, who's not our friend, right? Who, who mm -hmm. constantly is on the wrong side of true conservative. Mm -hmm. beliefs, right? They always start out so promising and mm -hmm. then you just see their true yeah. colors And then they take quickly. a little money mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. the left. They take a little money from Silicon Valley mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they dance, pop a dance. You yeah. know? And so, may I remind you, we had a guy in the White House that didn't take money. He just took names. So, it's but time to tweeted, go take some he, names again. He tweeted mean things. So... Well, we'll take mean tweets right now. <laughs> yes, I would take mean tweets. Even the right liberals will take uh, the mean tweets with the yeah. supply chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you know, they'll go to California and be what like, "What are you paying for gas now?" It's, right now, it's an average of five dollars, <clears throat> and so that's two dollars more than Dallas. Is that yeah. for yeah? What for what? What grade? grade? What grade? That's your regular age. No, no, we're under three dollars. I'm, I'm in a little Honda Civic, and it's like almost like eighty-five, ninety to uh, to fill up it. So it's, oh, I mean, yeah. So gosh. hopefully, people wake up that you know anywhere the Democrats are, especially super majority like California, it's anti-working uh, class. Yeah. Um, you know, in California, we lost so so many people in 2020. Our population decreased for the very first time in in history. Mm -hmm. We actually lost a house seat in Texas. I ended up getting that house seat because all the Californians are no. migrating here. So. Um, hopefully those Californians don't vote the same. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I know. I'm like, remember that next time you go to the ballot box, guys. Uh, all right. We've got to take a break. We'll be back. So regular. Five bucks. Oh, yeah. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. All right, before we go, I want to make sure, Jorge, I want to make sure everyone, um, I, look, you're, we're preaching to the choir right now about uh, parents who want to get involved, who want to hear more about what happened in Loudoun County. So I want to make sure that they, you tell them again where they can find your documentary because I think it is so key for parents to watch. And you guys, like, we have to activate. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to get active. Uh, Jorge. Yeah, so what you guys can find the doc is we have our own website for it to kind of avoid that YouTube censorship now, but it's unwokedocusa.com, all in one, unwokedocusa.com. We also have our trailers if you want to send it to a family friend. It's a great documentary because it shows what parents can do and the power they have at a local level, and it does kind of create this kind of roadmap for the rest of the U.S. If you're a Republican and you're looking at it and say, you know, what what went right in Virginia? Let me remind everyone, Virginia is a state that uh, Biden won by 10 points and it went to a Republican governor. So that doesn't really happen in a lot of cases. So it's a great documentary and shows what parents can do and the power that parents have at a local level. So it's Unwoke Doc USA. Yeah, that, um, I just want you to say that like three times fast because you keep saying uh, Unwoke Doc. Uh, unwoke doc 
USA.com. Yeah, and also, Sarah had me on her show um, <laughs> when we just also just dropped the, our documentary in November, which is the ones on the cartel. So that's that's one that you guys can check out as well as CartelvilleUSA.com. Cartelville, I'll say it slower, uh, USA.com. And uh, go into the illegal marijuana crisis with these drug cartels uh, taking over California deserts. Yeah, you and Elijah and, you know, there are a few others, but you guys are few and far between. Uh, those of you who are actually willing to be a real reporter, a real journalist, Journalists actually go in and get the footage. Mm -hmm. uh, and just talk to no real Americans. You know, exactly. just, just talking to you know real Americans and, and always telling their stories. Right now, we're actually filming a, a mini doc right now, Hero to Zero. We're going to be representing all the firefighters and awesome. police officers and the nurses yeah. that Thank you for the they were held That's by the amazing. media last year as, as as heroes. And I mean, now we're just kicking into the curb, which is absolutely not right. Well, you're going to have to come back whenever yes. you're done so that you can promote it and people can make sure to watch it. All right, thanks, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.